live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Concealing, carrying, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. How's everybody doing today? Doing well, thank you. Doing doing, doing all right? Doing pretty good? Yep. Um, I, I, we had some interesting stuff going on this week. We'll get to that in a moment. First, let's, uh, let's go around the room. If we want to include everybody that's here. We don't want anybody being left it out. Uh, on my right, my right hand, and my right hand's moving slow, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, is <laughs> no. the great, great... Great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Audience members already going crazy for the song. <laughs> Good to be back. Good to be back. And although, uh, although your right hand moving slowly has nothing to do with me. No, 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 no. It does no, that's not. my fault. Is, is this, yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. Uh, on my left, which is and moving at normal speed. Uh, is the <laughs> Sad, is the courtroom sadly, assassin? Though, he's right-handed. <laughs> no, I I can write with both. I'm amphibious. <laughs> yeah, you're um, amphibious. Okay. The uh, I could I could. Uh, on my left, my left-hand man today is the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing better than you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Both my appendages on the upper body are functional. Well, I'm glad you went with upper body appendages there. Thank you for that. Hey, I'm politically correct. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, appendages, <laughs> on the line with us at the moment is the, the courtroom uh, assassin's assistant, the samurai sidekick. Please welcome back the none other than Mr. Alec Weber, Esquire. Thanks for putting me on. <laughs> How are you doing, Alec? I'm all right. We understand you're still on an away mission. That's super squirrel secret. Super super squirrel secret, secret right. stuff. Um, not in a red shirt. What's that? Not in a red shirt. Not in a red shirt. No, he's in a survivable shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things going all right? Everything going for you good this weekend? I know you're uh, diligently working on another case. I understand it's uh, just like last weekend. The duty calls on the weekends, and you got to get to it. Yeah, so I've got to do the work while Kevin Gallivant. Calavance. <laughs> Calavance. Calavance. Oh, wait. I know why. It was payday last week, so he's already got his check. That's that's, that's right. where I can gallivant. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I got, a, I got two weeks uh, to kiss up. Yeah. <laughs> to, to suddenly go, look, I'm indispensable. Pay me again. Yeah. I said, yeah. All right, Alec. Well, we wanted to make sure you were included. We uh, we reached out to reached out to touch you in a uh, telephonic sort of way. So uh, yeah. yeah, I got a T-shirt that says that, but it's got crosshairs on it. it says AT and T, the next thing to be in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you get back to your case, Alec. Thanks for joining us. Get back to work. Thank you. All right. Bye. Uh, so this week I had a procedure. Yeah, that's what you call it when you're still in your forties. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, at, at at your age, it's called uh, what is it? A recovery <laughs> mission? A <laughs> Life-saving you walked into surgery. That one, it's. Um, uh, I, I think maybe an episode. 
An episode. There we go. <laughs> you did not just call it an episode. <laughs> I'm gonna right. g- I'll give you. I'm gonna give you an apostrophe in a second. You keep it up. <laughs> um, had to had my shoulder scoped, bone spur removed, cleaned up, uh, labrum repaired. So uh, do doing all right. Uh, uh, I, I I guess I'm doing better than most from what I understand. So uh, happy uh, happy doing fine. Uh, I'm not on the pain meds today, so the guys say I'm in a little bit of a mood. So <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> we'll, a little bit we'll, of a mood. We'll find out. I'm gonna need stitches where you bit me. I mean, that's. <laughs> uh, and many many thanks to uh, Kevin for picking me up uh, I, from I, the surgery. Uh, my wife was busy. She had some stuff on the DVR to go through. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Ooh. And, uh, wow. Yeah. And uh, my uh, and then Wednesday, I believe also Wednesday. You give me a ride home. And, and from well, what I recall. That was that was part of our full of functions as as a full function law firm. So we we did I and my staff arranged for your transportation. There we go. Wonderful. Not to mention that it was enormously amusing trying to talk to him. <laughs> while I he can said, imagine. I learned all you kinds didn't of record things. it. <laughs> oh my god. Why would you ask me that question? <laughs> Do I ever have a conversation with somebody that I don't record? <laughs> it's in my hey, contract. Wait, wait, wait a minute. It's in my contract. That thing we talked about last time. Yeah, it's in my contract. <sighs> you signed it. Dang it. Yeah, you signed it. So doing better, doing well, feeling good. Kevin thinks I'll be able to pitch in the next three months. So yeah, I, I think the fastball will be will be forthcoming. Get my velocity back. I'll be happy. Be happy just going overhand again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more of this uh, underhand warming up with the baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, you're throwing to a ten year old, so it's not really a problem right now. Yeah, but she can hit. Yeah, I know, so, I know. So it's got to be from far away. Can't roll them in there. Uh, some uh, interesting stuff going on in the news this week. Uh, obviously, we want to talk to you about what has happened in Chattanooga. We want to catch up with you. What has happened out in uh, the, the trial in Colorado from Aurora. Uh, to catch up to you on that. There's a few other things that have gone on that we we definitely want to make sure we touch base with you. We've got some, uh, some stories we're probably going to hit on. There's some... Uh, I happen to come across one for the most economical guns under $200, and we're gonna—I think we're gonna tear this one apart. Um, I, I I know that there's some guns out there that are value that are under $200 that are good value, mm-hmm. and there's some other guns out, un, out there under $200 that are best that left if you have a knife. Under yeah. $200. If you have a knife, you're in better shape. Well, they yeah. make an excellent hammer. If as long as you only have to hit the nail once, right? Yeah, then, then it, it makes an excellent exploding hammer. Boat anchor. Boat anchor. Yeah, well, these, drift anchor, really. Drift, yeah, yeah. Drift anchor. Yeah, these are you know perhaps a. Uh, you remember when you were a kid and uh, you, you barely probably, you probably have done this uh, yeah. where you used to take uh, take your old shoes, tie them together, and throw them up over the power lines. Mm-hmm. We didn't have power lines. I, I never shared or I had uh, shoes to spare, but I know of it. Okay, um, you could probably do that with these guns. You could yeah. tie them together and throw them over a power line because that's the best place well, for these guys Well, then they'd make a be. great bolo, and you could use them to hunt with. There you, see, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, these uh, these are some of these guns are uh, yeah better left untouched. Uh, don't forget uh, the guys are sitting out there at the uh, the ISIS Welcome Center out in uh, the Arms Room East at uh, 19048 East Colonial Drive. That's out in Bitlow, quarter ma- quarter mile west of the drag strip out there. Uh, a couple of a couple of guys will just stop on by, come say hi, uh, show you some guns, uh, have some good times, and uh, you, you'll uh, you, you get a kick out of the place. 
Uh, it's a it's definitely a place to go hang out if you're just looking to take a look at some guns. Rays are playing right now on uh, 660. So if you're listening in Orlando, you're catching us on 1520 WBZW or on the interwebs at the old uh, am660theanswer.com. As soon as the Rays game goes off the air, uh, we'll be back up on 660 in Orlando. So till then, sit back, enjoy us. Enjoy us on the computer. Enjoy us if you're listening to Vero, if you're in Tallahassee, if you're up north, if you're in the Midwest, if you're down in Phoenix, no matter where you are, sit back and enjoy. And uh, we got some good show for, coming for you right here from Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Celtics to you. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is no ordinary shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber and in the one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete innovation performance Keltech. see the ksg in action at youtube slash Keltech weapons Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so i can get range and defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly uh, do these guys follow you around all day yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com.
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Chattanooga. What's going on there this week? Uh, just to get it out, we don't have all the details yet. I know everybody's been paying attention. Everybody's been watching the news. We've had uh, let me give you his name. Pull out the suspect's name here. Uh, the, the deceased suspect's name in the shooting is Muhammad. Yusef Abdul Aziz, Mohammed Yusef Abdul Aziz. Uh, if we happen to be the first ones to to break it to you, uh, you go look it up. We want to make sure you get all the details. We're still learning all the details. We're not going to be passing judgment. We're just going to pass along some facts that we know. Evidently, there was a shooting early in the morning in Chattanooga. There were two locations that were involved. There was a the Navy Reserve Center, and then there was the recruiting station there in the in the strip mall was it in that order because i got it was in the other order i thought it was the recruiting center first and then he drove to the reserve center and opened fire at the reserve okay might be it because i don't think he ever from what i understand he pulled up in a convertible he opened fire on the recruiting center through the the basically the storefront which is basically like any other strip mall it's a glass storefront yep yep uh fired multiple rounds through the glass storefront and then drove away right and then drove the very short distance to the reserve center and then opened fire there. Yes. So, uh, clearly, uh, I, I, listen, clearly to me, you know, your, your, your guy's name is uh, uh, Mohammed Youssef Abdul Aziz. You're born in Kuwait. You come over here. You've made some uh, – he wasn't very big on the social media, not like uh, the rest of the terrorists seem to be. Uh, and – he did make some threats. He has made some threats, and uh, you know, clearly went off to the U.S. military. Uh, and, and that isn't apparently in keeping with what our government had told the the military. There is an active threat to attack military personnel at any opportunity by ISIS. Yes. And the presumption right now is that he responded to that call. And and executed that order from ISIS. Well, remember now we and we've seen the picture with uh, our, our president where it says, "Now listen, just because he's a Muslim terrorist doesn't mean that he's a Muslim terrorist." You, you know? <laughs> I, I, I get okay? it. So, uh, look, I, you know what? I, I'm a simple pizza lawyer, <laughs> small right? town pizza lawyer. But <laughs> but you know, a duck is a duck is a duck. Yes. All right. Uh, yep. I would not want to have to try to be this guy's attorney. It, it just, just. No, well, luckily you don't. Luckily, the police took care of that at the scene. Uh, Apparently. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody. Somebody, somebody took care somebody. of it. Somebody. He may have taken care of himself. We don't know that answer to that question. I, I believe it was in. Uh, I'm trying to remember the dates. I believe it was Bill Clinton took away the firearms from active duty from uh, military installations. You can no longer carry a concealed firearm or a firearm into a military base. 
uh, it used to be just like any other property was ruled, whether it be a federal park, whether it be a uh, a Burger King, whatever it happens to be, whatever the the law of the the state was regarding firearms, the the military said, let's go ahead and make that the law the of for carrying on that base. Some of the bases extended that, and this this had been carryover from World War II. Uh, just, I'm sorry if I start throwing useless history at you. Officers were allowed to carry firearms on post. NCOs had to get approval, and then and all the other, the junior enlisted below that could get approval to carry their firearms also. Off post, officers had to play the same game that civilians had to play with, according to state laws. But on post, officers always could, um, until Clinton took that all away. I mean, how many times do we have to see the military get attacked on their home base, uh, on their in their home turf? The well, one of the things for the for the the recruiting station there, and and it's a typical at a recruiting station. Everybody's seen one at the mall. Everybody you know, may have visited one when they enlisted. Uh, it's any combination of of, of all four branches plus uh, reserve components. Army, Navy, got the Marines there sometimes. The Air Force guys, and you've got your uh, um, your Guard and your reserve recruiters there also. Guard and reserve recruiters you'll also see at their reserve installations. Coast Guard recruiters, for the most part, you'll see them at Coast Guard installations. They're not off in the middle of the country uh, or, or yeah, at the middle of the strip mall. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they tend to stay near Around the Great posts. Lakes. Yeah, yeah they're you know, the rivers, uh, Mississippi, that kind of place. Um, anyway, the Guard and reserve recruiters were just ordered by many of the governors to... Uh, basically abandon the strip mall recruiting stores and go back to the armories. Uh, recruit from the armory. Uh, the armory, at least you can control minimally access control at those facilities, unlike a strip plaza where somebody can drive by and yeah, you know, lay, 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 lay rounds through a, through a glass window. At least in the armory, you've got a, perhaps a moment's more notice. Uh, there... The armories are not, unless under special order, armories are not uh, protected by armed military. They, they're not like a regular military installation where they're... There's nobody on patrol. There's nobody, there's nobody on patrol, there's nobody, there's nobody a, on post. There's not a guard station. There's not... Where know, nobody's is, undercover. Right. Each one is considered a military installation. It might be that captain or that major that's in charge of that post who's that post commander. Uh, and, and they're responsible for putting up those standards there at, at the post with, of course, guidance from higher headquarters. Those are the ones that you're, you know, you're in charge of the hill for those guys. So this still leaves your active duty recruiters, at, you know, uh, out in the open, uh, you know, with, with, the, with it all hanging out in the breeze, so to speak. So they are trying to, I'm sure, diligently work some sort of force protection plan for these guys. Well, I, I think we, Earl and I were talking before the show started that they're, there's some conversation about hiring private security companies to guard the military personnel at the recruiting centers. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But then now it's justified. The Army is in the process of cutting 40,000 soldiers from their active duty force. Why are we going to pay money for security guards when we don't need the recruiters in the first place? Well, because the security guards will be licensed to carry a firearm where the military personnel can't. Sure. Catch what I'm saying, though. I don't need that recruiter there. No. I need somebody to transition soldiers out of the military, right. not transition them in. Correct. So I could see this going bad for the military and recruiters. 
guess what, recruiters? Since there has been a threat to you, we're going to eliminate mm, recruiters. That's right. That's what we're going to solve the problem by getting rid of the yes. the target rather than the threat. Correct. So we'll move the threat on to, to targeting something sure. else. Sure. If you want to join the Army and you happen to be in Florida where there is no Army posts, and you want to join the Army, drive to Fort Stewart, Georgia. Go talk to somebody there. It's a good plan. So, but I could see the Army doing that. That's the, the mentality that's, that's of the, the Army these days right now. Yeah. The, the mentality of the military doing that right now. Exactly. The, uh, the, uh, the ends uh, justify the means, and the, the ends are the easy way out. That's what we're looking for. So, like you said, Kevin, don't remove the threat. Remove the target. The National Guard, they have, a, they have the ability to arm themselves at the direction of the governor, uh, arm themselves at the direction of the commander, because they are a state asset. They're not on federal orders. They're under the, the, state, of, the state that you happen to reside in where your right. guard unit is. They're the guard commander-in-chief is, is the, the governor. governor. Right. Under their state authority, right. you know, they, they don't fall under posse comitatus. They can be armed either for force protection purposes or for security purposes uh, and for law enforcement purposes. So those guys should be good. Their force protection plan should be good. I'm really curious to see how the active duty military deals with uh, the situation. Um, listen, if we haven't mentioned it, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to the family of the four Marines that were killed and the, I believe, one law enforcement officer was also injured. Yes, he was yeah, injured. So thoughts and prayers out to those guys. Um, and uh, I, I am hearing some of the the veteran chatter and the veteran groups that I'm in, mm-hmm. that the, what the Marines did there, like they saved at least eight lives uh, just by going into doing, well, the Army would call them battle drills. Uh, the shots fire and everybody responds the same, the same way and does this and does that to try and save lives. Unfortunately... Nobody there was armed, so they couldn't respond yeah, to the threat. Uh, completely doesn't make sense to me. No, it does not. And listen, I knew a lot, including myself, that while on military installations, um, just carried anyway. It was, again, one of those, and we've talked about it a lot. Uh, You'll be alive to suffer the consequences. Exactly. Exactly right. And, uh, and you never know, because you decided to disobey one particular order, not only yourself, but possibly others. Are going to be alive. Sure, yeah, and, but it's 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 again, it's that's that decision you have to make. It's part of your what if game from the date from the time you wake up. Um, you know, doing something like that could uh, end your career. Yes, it yeah, could. Um, it, it could it could end your freedom. You know, uh, but the thing I was worried about it ending was my life. So yeah, exactly. Every everything else you can recover from. Yep. You can find a new job. You'll get out eventually, but. Gravesite is not a good place to come say hi. Yep. Dying is not a good survival technique. No, it is not. No. No, no. No, unless it's that, uh, what was that last movie with Tom Cruise, The Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, he died a lot yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but that's a movie if, in If you've got a yeah. way to reset your clock like that, <laughs> come talk to me because I want to talk to you about lottery numbers. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. 
Fellow Republican presidential hopefuls are jumping on Donald Trump for comments that he made disparaging the war record of Senator John McCain. At a news conference of religious conservatives today, Trump said the former Navy pilot's a war hero because he was captured. He later sought to clarify his marks but did not apologize. Texas Governor Greg Abbott adding his voice to a call to arm National Guardsmen at military facilities after this week's shootings at a Tennessee recruiting center and a Marine Navy Reserve facility. Abbott says he's authorizing the Texas National Guard to arm its personnel at facilities across Texas. In Florida, Governor Rick Scott is urging the uh, recruiters to move on base into armories. California fire crews turning their attention to protecting some 700 homes in the Baldy Mesa area after a day of wildfire swept across Interstate 15 in Cajon Pass. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. see the p3at in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons Thank <laughs> you. 
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Keltec Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, you know, I talked to, uh, talk to the guys out there at Gun Tech this week. I talked to Phil out there. I uh, said to make sure to tell tell you guys hi and tell everybody out there in listener land just just to to say hello. Nice. Um, just just got back from taking the the the, uh, the wife and child out to Disneyland, Disneyland, which mm-hmm. is couldn't do the world. Had to just well, do the land. Yeah, like he said, he goes, it's forty five minutes for me. You know, you know? So, <laughs> he's got a point. You know, just we hop on the plane, we're there, we get on, you know, we get off, and uh, it's I don't know if you've ever been to Disney World and Disney. I know you've been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. Disney World, for those that don't live in Florida, never been to Disney World. It's um, Disneyland. Well, I'm talking about Disney World at the moment. Disney World. He, he bounces you, back. You, uh, you, you in, in Florida, you, you drive and it's it's lush and it's green and it's and it's a it's about the entryway and little hints of Mickey and mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. finally get there and you know yeah exactly yeah. you're there in Disney World. Um, in um, in 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 Disneyland. You know, it's like, it's, like exit, it's like exit 18 off of the I-110. It's right here. You, know, you just you come off and here it is. It's right here. You know, it's it's like a couple of blocks in Los Angeles. Uh, and you can... Oh, no. It's it's enormous in Florida. In, you know, oh, yeah. 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 And Florida. it's uh, we're up to our fifth park in Florida. Four parks. This is a magic Four kingdom. Parks. Four parks in Florida. Yeah. Look, look to the producer. He's the guy that knows. I used to work him. there. I could give you the whole speech. I'd give you the whole spiel. <laughs> yeah. Give you the whole thing. Um, the animal kingdom... Uh, the and it's it's uh it's Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios, yes, and the Epcot Center. Yep, Epcot Center. Epcot and trivia. What's Epcot stand for? What does Walt say Epcot stands for? Experimental, conceptual. No, uh, experimental prototype city or community of tomorrow. Right. Walt said city, and it was since updated uh-huh. to be community. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very good. Very good. That's a. Uh, it's somebody that also grew up near Disney World. Yep, I beat Disney here by a year. <laughs> yep, there you go, there you go. Uh, you so should I have know, bought he, that land. Yeah, I know. I so, know. so Phil from GunTech went out there to, to Disneyland and took the took the took the boy and took the wife and had a good time and they plan on coming out here and when he does we'll have him in the studio here on the air live with us. So nice. Um, next time we're out there we'll we'll bring him back in live. But in, until then when he comes in here we'll have it we'll have him live. So so uh, it was good talking to Phil today or this week. Uh, Hey, I've been trying, we've still been trying to find out what type of gun was used in Charleston. Charleston. Okay, Okay, the Charleston shooting at the church. We had um, Deacon Paul and Secret Mm -hmm, Sean mm -hmm. in here. We talked about that. Um, We still have not heard or seen a release yet uh, on what what type of firearm was used. The... That's surprising. Yeah, you know, we did hear some story, Kevin, you I think you you brought this up. The method for him getting the firearm changed. Yeah, it did. What I heard first through the reports of of the media was that it was purchased by his parents as a gift. And that would, of course, not be a straw man purchase. It wasn't purchased with his money and then given to him, which would be illegal under the 
current state a of the law. A purchase. Yeah. Purchase. A gift purchase of a firearm is not to someone straw- that you know is not a felon right. and is a is a member of your direct family. Is, it's, not, it's not illegal. It's, it's not illegal. No. Yeah. Um, that has now changed into he bought it directly and he didn't get an approval, but he didn't get a denial within three days. And therefore, that becomes a legal approval, and they release the firearm to him. Yeah, let me, let's give you give you some uh, give you the specs on how this works. Um, you go into your local gun store to buy your you buy your firearm, or your giant box store to buy a firearm, whatever it may be. Uh, we, we hope you go to your local gun store. We, we, yeah, support your local gun dealers, uh, your mom and pops. The forty four seventy three is the ATF form, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms form for the background checks. Yes. Put your name, put your put your height, your weight, your race. Um, answer a bunch of questions. Address. You answer a bunch of questions to include state of birth, city uh, of birth. To include things like, are you the actual purchaser of the firearm? Well, we know from talking to Kevin, if you're gifting it to an immediate family member and you know that family member's not a felon, you're allowed to say it, it's your money. It's your it's my money. I'm buying it. And then I'm it's my intent to buy it for me, but then I intend to give it to somebody's gift, which is authorized. Right. Otherwise, you can never buy a gift for anybody for anything within the firearms industry. Right. And that's not the way it works. Correct. Uh, the rest of the questions are pretty are, are pretty standard stuff. You know, you see on on federal forums are are you a uh, are you a habitual drug user? No. Mm-hmm. Are you a habitual uh, alcoholic? No. Are you a fugitive from justice? No. Um, are you currently under indictment for domestic violence? Yeah, yeah. No. Are you currently under an injunction against domestic violence? About half the questions on there are easily checked when they do the background check. When you call that information in, when you enter that information to the computer, mm-hmm. and the person looking at it at the National Information uh, Crime Center, the NICS Center, um, uh, says, okay, I'm running uh, Tom Jones here, and Mr. Jones has this I'm, I'm convinced this is mr jones the social matches the height and weight matches this is uh, the right mr this jones. Is the right mr jones according to this report that i'm looking at mr jones is not a convicted felon does not have a domestic violence injunction and he is not a fugitive from justice he's not in this country illegally he's not in this country illegally um although, he's never renounced his u.s citizenship hold on let me go back though the first couple of things i mentioned he's not a fugitive from justice he is not a uh, does not have any felony convictions and does not have domestic violence injunctions against him. That is all their computers check. Right. It doesn't check to see if he's ever been institutionalized for mental illness. There is no check for that. There is no criminal history check the, the for HIPAA, that. The HIPAA laws basically bar that information being made available to the NICS system. Uh, you're, are you currently an illegal drug user? That that's you know what <laughs> that's there's since, listen, since I got arrested last time yeah <laughs> unless you're taking blood tests at the time yeah. of the purchase yeah. uh, and and here, I you here, know what that won't here's work this either bottle, fill it to this line yeah, yeah. It, that, that won't work uh, either from here because <laughs> it's not yeah, from here. it's not illegal it it may be prescribed correct um, are you an alcoholic well again that's you know up to my my counselor to you know to determine right you know or my well anybody my, who is will say they're not right if, so I'm saying, they're, they're and if they say they are this. then they're probably in recovery and they would answer no because I'm not currently right there are things on this form that cannot be checked by 
the feds or the state when they do the background no, check. It's an honor system. I think that's what they're talking about here when they say that evidently he had to be, he had been arrested for some sort of drug offense. Well, he had been arrested and he had admitted he was a user of illegal narcotics. Okay. So should he have checked, are you an illegal user of drugs? He should have said yes. Well, how do we know that he was no longer an illegal user of drugs? Right. It's all time sensitive. Right. Because he was arrested. And what did they do? They gave him pretrial intervention. They gave him some sort of diversionary program. He admitted he had a drug problem. They sent him away to counseling and treatment. And he comes back drug free. So let's say it's all true. Everything is true. He was a drug user in the past. He no longer is a drug user. Then he answered the question truthfully. He answered it truthfully. But the objection I'm seeing is that the criminal history, and I'm not trying to defend the FBI here. Um, it's not something I'm in the habit of doing. Um, they, <laughs> no. They're saying the FBI was wrong because the FBI should have made note of his admission of illegal drug use. Well, again, we talked about this during the break, Kevin. You're a lawyer. You see this all the time in the courts. Uh, when the state comes down and says, listen, instead of giving your client a thousand years in jail, if he admits to a drug problem, we're going to give him pretrial intervention and wipe his record clean in a year. Right. You take it. Sure. It's a, it's, it's a no-brainer. Whether you're a drug user or not, you take it. Well, it, it, it may not even be that straightforward. You have to go for an evaluation. And if you go for the evaluation and it comes back and it says you need treatment, then you have to undergo the treatment that the evaluation recommends. Well, it's a it's a it's a cottage industry. I've never seen someone who went for an evaluation who's not going to get recommended for treatment because the folks that did the evaluation are the ones that the state approves for treatment. Yeah. So they're always going to say, oh, no, yeah. you, you need treatment. You need treatment because, by the way, you're going to come here and the state's going to pay us to treat you. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're mm -hmm. going to pay us to treat you're, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I don't think that the FBI failed on this. I think that, let's say, even this guy did admit in Charleston that he was an illegal drug, illegal drug user. It was in the past. He could, he could stand there right now at the moment and say, are you an illegal drug user? Well, not currently. I haven't done drugs since, you know, way over there. And that's outside. Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm not a drug user. Anymore. I'm not using it right now. So DC yeah. technique, are you currently in the process of using drugs? No. no. Then you qualify. You qualify. All right. More about this when we get back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your Tactical Rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Okay, we're talking to you about what's going on, in, had gone on in Charleston with the background check from, um, from uh, our, well, our the loser up there that shot up the church. The he bought again. First report was it was a gift. It was a gift. Parents bought the gun for him, right? Or father bought the gun for him. Uh, that lasted about ten days. Yeah, probably. That was the story you heard for probably the first week and a half. Okay. Two, yeah. After that, it was he bought the gun, and the FBI should never have let him bought the gun. The details we've gotten from that were he was an admitted drug user admitted illegal drug user in the past and it should have been noted on his record kevin i'll ask you i mean you you've seen you've seen all the uh, uh you know how to read criminal history as well as i know how to read a criminal history the things that are on the criminal history are conviction um judgment and sentence ju- judgment and sentence. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly judgment and sentence. okay JNS. right and and you you get you get to have Adjudication withheld, you know, conviction, uh, you get to have pretrial intervention, it's, it might say. It might say, you know, uh, uh, no prostate, the charges were dropped. Um, uh, you might have a couple of different things. But one thing that it never has on there is an admission. Admissions are not on there. No. <laughs> it, 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 that's 
Now, unless that's used as part of the process of convicting you of the crime, what you may have said during some interview isn't really going to go into your criminal history. Yeah, and even if even if you did say confess, uh, it's still not going to say admission. It's going to say guilty. Right. It's going to say. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had a client who got interrogated right. and knew what they were doing was improper. Right. He'd been in the system before, and he ended the interview by acknowledging that although he did not actually help execute Christ, it was his hammer. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. He put that in the interview. Right. And uh, it came out during trial. Yeah, so, again, you, 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 I know I've seen uh, guilty by jury trial, or I've just seen guilty, and sometimes they're not the same thing. Sometimes they are. It depends on, again, which circuit's entering them in, because each circuit enters things in differently. Some circuits enter nothing, uh, which will be one of the reasons you'll, you may get a three-day delay. Mm-hmm. Is it might say DUI arrest, uh, and but there is no disposition beyond that. It says DUI arrest. Right, and you and that can be a clerical mistake that they they didn't enter the disposition properly. The suggestion would be that perhaps the case is still pending. But if it's a 2008 arrest, you would tend to think that unless something really weirds going on, that there would have been a disposition on that case. I used to teach the the course on background checks. Um, in fact, I designed and developed the course on background checks in, in Florida. They, and we, and we proved it out. You could have a DUI from 1990 and still in 2015 be on some form of probation from it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's possible. Be, be, because of the, well, I got the first one. And the first one rolled into the second one. And the second one rolled into the third. Now I'm rolled into the felony part. Now I've gone into three-time offender status. Then there was I'm a gun. HTO, then yeah, I violated yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it can, and, and it it can stretch around. along. It can, uh, I would doubt 15 years, but it's possible. Correct, correct. Now, it, it you would go back, and, and there might be everything else from charge 2 through 10 might have a disposition. But if charge 1 still doesn't have a disposition, the person looking at that background check is going to go, I see no disposition. I request, which is granted to me under law, three extra days to evaluate this, and that's three extra business days. Right. Got to check a little deeper. Yep, we want to go. We and, and and the reason they ask for three business days is um, we might need to call um, Mayberry Sheriff's Department, mm-hmm. and Mayberry Sheriff's Department is only open Monday to Friday from 7 to 3, uh, and they get a hold of Sheriff Andy up there, and Sheriff Andy says, no, no, that was taken care of. I'm sorry that the judge or the, the clerk didn't uh, notate it on the, on the paperwork, and you're done, and then... They the when the net background check people called Sheriff Taylor and Sheriff Taylor said no he's clear, and then they call back to the, the gun stop and said no no if he's approved, if it's within that 72 hours, they will uh, say okay change it from a pending approval because they don't call it a disapproval they call it a pending approval unto an approval. Now a pending approval means they want 72 hours, again, which they're entitled to by law, 72 hours. Now, what if they go beyond 72 hours? What if they get to that three business day mark, and it's usually like three and a half days? It's never, It never happens at 5 o'clock on the day. It always happens at 9 in the morning. So you always end up they actually getting like a bonus day. So it's three and a half days, minimum of three. Mm-hmm. And if they don't come back with a decision, they, the state, or they, the feds, whichever state you happen to live, live in, wherever... They do, and by that I mean 
say Florida contracts through the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to do the background checks, whereas many other states go directly to the NICS center that the federal government runs, the FBI runs. Um, Florida does it because the $5 fee goes to them. Right. They so want to keep the money. They want to keep the money. Uh, it's all about the money. Of course. Now, if you don't hit or you get that three days, that guy's come and gone. Listen, you got until Wednesday by 5 p.m. to tell me whether I've passed a background check or not. And it's now. Actually, they have till then to tell you if he failed. Correct. If he fails the background check. Right. Uh, and, and the guy calls you on uh, Thursday, or the guy walks in the door on Thursday and says, hey, it's Thursday at noon. I know they're supposed to have an answer by Wednesday at 5. What'd they say? I haven't yeah. heard anything let, yet. Let so. me look up. Let me look it up. Yeah, we yeah, look it up. Let me double check. We'll nope. call them. Status has still changed. You know, the, 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 you're doing your due diligence. Yep. You know, you'll call, you'll check the computer system. It has no change. And then you tell them, all right, well, if you have no reason to deny him, and that's what it is, it's not... Do you have a reason to approve him? It's if you have no reason to deny him, then we're going to be releasing the firearm to him. Listen, you're standing there at the gun store. The guy's completed the background check. All the form is done correctly. You're looking at the guy. The guy's not carrying a bong under his arm or anything like that, you know? And I said bong, O-N-G. Um, he's not a drug right. user. Um, he didn't, uh, uh, you know, he appears to be sober in every way, Uh so I, I don't he's made think he's, no statements to question his mental health. Correct. I, I I don't see any of the the subjective questions on here that appear that he was dishonest. Is this a good gun for shooting my wife? Yeah, that there was something like that. Uh, correct, correct. Yeah. So so you release him. Mm-hmm. Well, evidently that's what happened with um, uh, Mr. Roof there in uh, in Charleston, the, uh, the 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 gentleman shooter. Uh, Dylan Roof, the gentleman that uh, shot up the church. Excuse me, he's not a gentleman. The loser that shot up the church full of ladies and gentlemen. Well, before we even go as far as, is this confirmed that this is factual, being as this, you know, the story has changed. It was originally released. You know, I'm, I personally am beginning to s- suspect of all media outlets right now because they'll they'll take what, whatever is the most sensational and run with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, this way, no, his parents gave it to him. No, wait a minute. We, well, we, there's no meat you know, there. Correct. Yeah. Because no his meat. parents exactly. are going to go, yeah, we did. And they're going to go, well, why'd well, you do that? Well, because he's we, our son and he yeah. wanted a present and we bought him a present. Yeah. There's there's, you, there's no political uh, mileage to be made exactly. from that exactly. suggestion. The, uh, the report says, as the Federal Bureau of Investigation explained on July 10th, when the shooter, Dylan Roof, was arrested in March, he admitted to officers of illegal drug use. I don't have any idea how the FBI would have figured that out. No. there's no, Again, there is <laughs> no, just, I have no place idea. to put that on a background check. Now you're putting well, and, subjective information on a criminal history report. Well, and then also, too, I mean, just going by what we're reading, it doesn't necessarily say that he admitted to illegal drug use before. See, the, the problem is this is all about timing and about when you may have had a mental health issue when you were a teenager. You were placed on uh, Ritalin and yes. you you overcame that problem. You haven't been on that medication for 25 years. You have absolutely no problem. You have a security clearance, right? You work in a high-end classified job. You ask for a firearm. Do you say I had a mental health illness when I was 13? Do you, do you put that down? Or is that something that they're asking you about as it stands right now? Yeah, it, it's not very clear. Not very clear at all. The uh, This report also tells us about Roof tried to buy a gun a month later after he admitted to cops that he used drug use. The criminal history was flagged 
and again, I don't know why they're trying to blame the FBI here, but because personnel at the FBI tried to verify the detail with the wrong local law enforcement agency, they could not positively confirm the address. Per federal law, if the check is not completed within three days, the licensed dealer can either proceed with the sale or cancel it. Kevin, does an arrest preclude you from buying a firearm? Depends on what the arrest is for. Uh, let's say it's not a domestic violence arrest. Then no, it probably okay. Will. Well, that's felony battery. Yeah, because you wouldn't be allowed under your conditions of pretrial release to be in possession of a firearm. Correct. So if the conditions of pretrial release, which is from the time you get let out of jail until you go to pretrial, yep. where you have to decide if you're going to trial and pick a jury, all of those things from the moment of your arrest until you are adjudicated guilty or found innocent at trial, if the those pretrial release conditions don't preclude your possession of a firearm, then there's nothing that stops you from buying one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why, and I'm not sure what the angle is. We're still trying to figure this one out, why the FBI is trying to fall on the sword on this one. Both of these things here that we've noted are not something that the FBI did wrong. You can have an arrest and never had a conviction but, and but still own a firearm. I, 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 have a, I have a supposition, if you will. If I say the government's law made me do it this way, I'm just the FBI and I can't make legislation, then we can change the background checks and make it harder for people to buy guns ever. It's very true. All right. You have to have a psyche valve. Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Don't forget to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. See you at the top of the hour. AM 660, The Answer, WORL, Altamont Springs, Orlando. A service of Salem Communications. Intelligent Conservative. AM 660, The Answer. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Congratulations to the uh, Tampa Rays for beating the uh, the Blue Jays there, coming off late in the game. Go Rays! Scoring a couple in the a uh, couple of a uh, couple of runs there late in the game, bring it back around. So if you're listening to us in Orlando now on 660 Orlando AM, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, staying. If you're still on 1520 WBZW in Orlando, yeah, stick around. We're we'll be here the whole hour. We're here too. And for everybody else listening all around the country, coast to coast, thanks for tuning in. On my right is my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approved memos. Lead a workshop. Remember I think all that PT's warned the uh, crowd out. They didn't start dancing this time. And on my left-hand side is the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin C. Maxwell. Nice to be here, Michael. Oh, no, she, they're going to dance to mine. <laughs> dancing to mine. It's harder to dance to my Mac, my, uh-huh, my uh, yeah. soundtrack. It really is. Doesn't quite have the beat. 
Also joining us today is uh, the Samurai sidekick. Please welcome back Mr. Alex C. Weber, Esquire. Mr. Alex Weber. 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 No, Mr. Weber's on assignment. We already covered that. He's uh, he's got some he's got some court work uh, doing. Kevin was uh, running the whip down there at the old courtroom <laughs> or at the in the uh, the so simulated I just, courtroom. I just, I just tied it to a ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> they stay at work and they have to keep moving. Yeah, that's that's so. how you get maximum effort. Yes. How can they get a hold of Alec if they wanted to say on a Tuesday night at midnight? <laughs> well, there are several ways. A plethora, if you will. A plethora. That you can call the office at 407-480-2179, pick the after-hours hotline option, press that button, and it will direct you to our cell phones. You can call our cell phone, uh, 407-467-4960. That's mine. Uh, Call me first. Uh, Alex is still a fairly newlywed, uh, so call me first. Um, I'm not a newlywed, so that's not going to be a problem. Uh, You can reach us at Maxwell Orlando. by now. MaxLawOrlando.com is the other way to reach us. There you go. Um, Alex, cell phone, 407. <laughs> He's digging it out of the back of his, four, his wallet. Or 721-1480. 407-721-1480. You know, I told you, bicep tattoo, right? Yes. I told you the there cell phone number is bicep yep. tattoo. Dudes, put it on the inside of their bicep. Ladies on the bottom of their foot. I, I don't know why, but that's <laughs> Women are typically more flexible. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely going to agree with you. I have <laughs> nothing to say about that whatsoever. This just handed me during the break. Just so you guys should know this. Vegetarians live up to nine years longer than the rest of us. That's nine horrible, worthless, baconless years. Ugh. Just, you know. That's Such a travesty. I was just handed that. I'm sorry. This was written... By beef cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Five concealable 380 pistols for $200 or less. Five concealable 380 pistols for $200 or less. You get all five? No, no. No, no, That would be The selection of one of the five. That would be fun. Hey, Earl, if people want to uh, join the conversation, how do they do so? They can... We can join in with the plethora of ways. The plethora. Oh, as, he, he uh, plethora. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm plagiarizing. I'm plagiarizing. Get you guys at the so we can move on from plethora next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we learned a new word. Yeah, we got to use it. Hmm. They can send us a tweet on Twitter, at Arms Room Radio. They can give us a call here directly into the Caltech studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. Five concealable 380 pistols for $200 or less. Now, <laughs> a couple of these we're going to tell you, yeah, good to buy. A couple of these, I'm, I'm sorry to tell the author, I'm sorry to tell the manufacturer of these firearms that uh, I, I, I think you should get a bat. You know, those are perhaps something in aluminum. You can get something for $100, $100 in aluminum bat. It'll last you a long time. Don't have to worry about a uh, maple or ash bat the, coming apart. The range and effective distance of contact is about the same with some of these? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> uh, these, are, these are not fancy handguns, uh, but they are inexpensive handguns. 
Uh, plink, practice, throw, paperweight, the uses are endless. 380 is a decent round, especially with small guns. Recoil isn't too painful, and it's pretty manageable. General shooting, it's an overall fun round. You know, I don't think I have any 380s that I use as uh, plinkers. Plinkers. Plinkers or go-to-the-range kind of guns. Yeah, I don't need All that. my 380s are more of a of compact in nature, and, uh, you know, I might take about that uh, once or twice a year just for the proficiency on them, but not for the not for the firearm itself. Really? Being a plinker. It's the first gun I fire when I go to the range and the last gun I fire when I go to the range. That's what I'm saying. I don't get to go to the range once or twice a year anymore. Well, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll grant you that one. <laughs> the, uh, the first one on here is the... Is the Hellcat 380. The Hellcat 380. Now, I don't know if you know of the Hellcat. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Hellcat before. First, I've heard of it. All I want you to do is close your eyes and picture a Keltec. I was going to say, why don't you call it a copy? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of hell. Um, I know our friends at Keltec have seen this firearm. The Hellcat is a, a, clone. In a, a, a less expensive clone yeah. of the Keltec P3AT. So. It's um, what I do know about Hellcat. Uh, they're made by IO Incorporated, and I don't, or I've never held the Hellcat IO in my hand, or the Hellcat 380 in my hand. I have had the Hellcat IO ARs in my hand, and they are not guns I would pull the triggers on if you were paying me to pull the triggers on them. Okay, <laughs> um, knowing that, and knowing that this is a copy of the Keltec. I might think twice before I would recommend this firearm to you. Is it a 380? Yes. Is it less than $200? Yes. Move move on. Pa- pass this one up, folks. Uh, it, it's not it's not not something that uh, I think any of us at the table are willing to recommend for you to carry in your pocket. No. And if you have a choice of none, and that maybe. Yes. Yeah. If that's it. And. <clears throat> It kind of precludes itself from being in the plinker uh, category because, according to the article, it only likes premium ammo. So you can't even, you know, practice uh, inexpensively with the cheaper ammo. Yeah, and listen, even standard uh, Full Metal Jacket 380 ammo is about the same cost as a uh, standard 9mm ammo, mm-hmm. you know, for FMJ. So you're not saving anything by going to the range. Right. What you are doing is practicing your reload skills more right. because these typically hold five, six, seven rounds a piece as opposed to the nine mil, which holds, well, depending on the nine mil, anywhere from, you know, 10 rounds to 17 rounds a piece. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got a couple more of these to talk about when we get back to you here on Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studio. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like 
I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, uh, listen, I do want to be fair. We're talking about five concealable 380 pistols under $200 or less. I have not had the Hellcat 380 in my hand. I have not pulled the trigger on the Hellcat 380. And that's probably why I would not recommend the gun to you because well, I don't know the gun. Yeah. I don't know how it. I don't know other than by looking at the page, going back and forth from the Hellcat 380 to the Keltec P3AT. Yeah, it looks there's like only a, a slight difference. Yeah, it's very. I see where the screws and the pins are lined up. I'm betting a lot of the uh, aftermarket things work the same on both both firearms. Probably. Uh, hey, last week we talked to you about uh, FBI switching over to nine millimeter, uh, and we will get back to the five concealable three eighty pistols. Where we got a caller on the line, Robert in Tallahassee, who wants to follow up with us on this. Robert, what's going on? 
Oh, having a wonderful day. Enjoying listening to your show. Well, thank you, sir. What can we do for you? Well, I had a comment concerning uh, basically, you know, the FBI changed back to 9 millimeter, and then apparently did a study uh, justifying why. Right, right. And uh, one thing that wasn't discussed, or if it was, I missed it, is nowadays, you know, like in the old days, FBI agents were always like at least six foot tall and 185 pounds, and that was, you know, like a prerequisite of, of getting the job. You had to be big, just like the Florida Highway Patrol had to be big. Right, right. Well, uh, now I'd probably say, you know, half the folks in the FBI are, you know, men. The other half are women, and I'm not trying to uh, be sexist. But they're going to obviously have greater difficulty handling a 45 or a 10 millimeter. So I imagine after spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in training, and then the pistol range is generally the latter part of the training instead of the first, they were probably having a high failure rate, losing a lot of money. And then they decided, hey, you know, we need to get a, a handgun that, you know, everybody. Uh, can control and yeah. that's probably one of the main reasons that it that that occurred was because like in the department of corrections they spend several thousand dollars on going through classroom training and then they do firearms last the firearms really should be done first and then that weeds out people that you know simply cannot fire a firearm and there are a handful of them because i've seen them and that's kind of my comment on that no, we appreciate the comment. Um, we uh, I, I, we think we briefly did hit on it last yeah, week. Yeah, a little the, bit, I think so. The, the part about the, the same identical point that Robert had made there. Um, uh, so I think, we're, I think Robert, we're thinking along the same lines, was that at some point, uh, late 70s, early 80s, the standard changed. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it was right about the same time that the firearms changed, too. But it's an excellent point. Um, and what Robert was saying was the 45 is, is, is harder for some people to handle mm-hmm. just because of the size of the firearm. Yes. It's a larger bullet. It's a larger caliber. It has more kick. And then if you're uh, allowing, you know, the average woman or the average uh, uh, the well, average woman or the average man or the smaller man. I was going to say, yeah, if you're just removing physical... A, a minimum yeah. physical size, regardless of sex. Yeah. You know, let's just. I'm just picking a number. Six foot, 175 pounds. Yeah. If you can't meet that, yeah, you're probably going to have issues controlling the firearm. And Robert did make up make a, a a good point. I can understand. You know, the agency has already invested quite a bit on this individual's education and training, and then now, oh, they're having some physical issues. Yeah, we need to change this so they can physically complete the yeah. course. Yeah, there are, um, and, he, and he brought up something else that I wanted to hit. I know a lot of the, uh, the the academies training, whether it be the law enforcement academy, whether it be the uh, uh, local law enforcement or, or federal law enforcement, they have moved a lot of those critical skill items to the front of the training um, because they don't want you to go all the way through the course, learn all the book stuff, and then find out you can't pass the firearms test. Don't they do that a little bit in the different branches of the military or different yeah. special forces yeah. or they do anything like that? In the they, military as well. They do the physical uh, tests, you know, you know, hell week and stuff like that to see if you can physically handle the the assignment. And then, okay, you you can make it. Okay, now we're going to train you how. Correct. And the, the thing that they do with the military and with law enforcement now is they give you the firearms training. Now, there's still some of them out there that don't, I'm sure. 
but they they try and give you the the firearms portion as early as possible once they're satisfied with your mental capacity. <laughs> no, I mean it's true. Listen, no bullets until we know yeah, you're yeah, not a nut yeah, job. Yeah, you know exactly because you could do all the paperwork in the world and get signed up and recruited. Uh, and then as soon as you get in your hand, you turn into uh, hey, look at you know, this. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So you you don't you don't want to be that guy. Uh, all right, we uh, thank you, Robert, for the call. Uh, five concealable 380 pistols, two hundred dollars or less. We uh, left off with the Keltec P3AT. I'm sure, you've probably heard the commercial for it. Listening to our show, eh, once or twice. Listen, the Keltec P3AT is is just a what what an incredible little pocket gun is what it is. It's something you could drop in your pocket and disappear. It's got its uh, its cousin, uh, which is identical in size to P3, the P32, P32. P32, P32, yes. P32. It, and again, I know we're talking about 380s, but this is the, the P32 is also in the same size. So if for some reason you want... Same size frame. Same size frame. You want the you want <laughs> one more bullet in the 32, and mm-hmm. then the 38, you could do that. The, the Kel-Tec 380... Uh, Good, inexpensive guns. It's a reliable, it's durable, comfortable, uh, as you know, as a gun can be. That is, you know, in that price range. Uh, they, they I usually see them a couple bucks more than that. the The two hundred dollar price range is probably the used price range somewhere right on, there, yeah. on a, on a three AT uh, used without box kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the really good things about it, about with a Keltec is let's say you pick up one of these guns uh, from a from a buddy from a gun show from a you know your, your local your local gun club or something and uh, you take it out to the range and for whatever reason it doesn't seem to be functioning properly or something hangs up on it you just you send that thing right back to Keltec you know what they do Thanks. they'll take care of it yeah they fix it and send it back to you they've got a, a great customer service department great warranty on these and I've seen people. Most of the time, it's because, well, this gun looks pretty simple to take apart and put back together. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I got parts left over. Yeah, and, and they get and they get it back together, and well, it looks like it should work, but uh, I got this thingamajig here that uh, uh-huh. doesn't seem to be working. So and they'll send it back to Keltec, and I think Keltec even throws in like a sticker or a patch or something with it. You, you so. bring up a very important point, though. If you're going to use this gun as a as a life saving device, the first time you use it shouldn't be to try to save your life. Yes. Yes. You do not as 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 Michael Douglas's character in the in the Ghost in the Darkness said, you do not take an untried weapon into battle. Nope. You should know how to operate your firearm proficiently in the safety of a range environment before you ever rely on it to save your life. Do you have a specific round count that you try something out before you carry it? Uh, I fire it until it fails. Okay. And then I ascertain what caused the failure. I have a Glock 27. I have almost 10,000 rounds through without a new operating rod, spring, or barrel. And I still haven't gotten the thing to break. Nice. <clears throat> but I don't use it as my primary anymore because <laughs> I'm expecting it to, uh, to go. That, that was probably the first, I think it was, the first 40 caliber purchase I made. Mm-hmm. I try. I go to a range and I run as close to 500 rounds through a firearm that as close as I can afford through a, a particular pistol before I'll carry it. That, that's a good count. Now, l- listen, when you get your hands on one of these, these Keltex, it's, it's a polymer plastic frame, uh, numerous components in it. There are, there's aluminum parts in there, there's steel parts in there. 
this is again this is not a gun that you should be taking to the range and making it your everyday shooter and right. putting it's not a practice gun no you know, and listen I, I i i would think i'd go more with where you said kevin um the i'd put the a mag through it at the beginning of the range day and a mag through it at the end of the range day the it, it reminds me of the old the smith and wesson sigma series before they changed to the SV40s and the SV9 series. Yes. They were um, very inexpensive guns, uh, and they had, especially for guns with the Smith name on them. And it, it came out from Smith that, oh, we didn't mean for that gun to be a go-to-the-range gun. That gun was meant to be a Smith kind of last resort gun. But because it had the name Smith on it, guys kept taking it to the range, and it was had aluminum internals. Mm-hmm. And if you start okay. putting 500 or 1,000 rounds through them, they, they were shaving each other off to the point where the slide would just come off the gun. Uh-oh. You know? uh, or the as it would slide would go backwards, the entire magazine would empty out through the top of the gun. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brass rainbow. Yeah, exactly. So the, the Kel-Tec, I would probably I would not put as bad as that Sigma series, but I think it's a reliable enough gun to shoot a couple times a year and keep in my pocket. I don't know that I want to be taking any pocket 380 out and throwing 500 rounds through it either. Yeah, it's not I, my Glock. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's a great I, gun, but I it's carry, not my Glock. I carry a pair of 380s, and I test those. I, You know, they get a – I don't keep ammo for more than three months. Right. And I dump the mag. But yeah. I dump the mag by firing it. Yes. Yeah. Take the gun completely apart, completely clean it. Yeah. No matter where he is. That's it, right. <laughs> Men's room, ladies' room, it yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, that baby changing table is perfect for yeah. them. Um, but you gotta, you've got to make sure that that's functioning all the time. And if it ever fails for something that you aren't able to identify immediately was, I used an improper technique, I limp-wristed the semi-auto, I had a bad primer, something, you need to get it to a gunsmith and have them check it out and see what's wrong with it. See you after the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. U.S. Forest Service says today's weather offers a mixed blessing for crews battling a wildfire northeast of Los Angeles. Rain and higher humidity are calming the fast-moving fire that swept across a freeway north of Los Angeles yesterday and destroyed 20 cars. The body of the last person missing in this week's flash floods in Kentucky has been found. In all, four people died in those floods. Donald Trump has tried to clarify his comments about Senator John McCain that have brought condemnation from several of his fellow Republican presidential hopefuls. Speaking in Iowa today at the Freedom Summit, Trump said the former POW, quote, is a war hero because he was captured. And former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley has been confronted at the annual Netroots Nation convention in Phoenix by protesters against police brutality. Demonstrators also briefly disrupted Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders and heckled him during his appearance. This is SRN News. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Um. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Arthur R. McGill died July 19, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. McGill, 25, of Gravette, Arkansas, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 9th Field Artillery Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Stewart, Georgia. 
He was killed when an improvised explosive device detonated while he was on mounted patrol in a Humvee in Baghdad. He joined the National Guard at age 17 and enlisted in the Army in 2002. He was based out of Fort Stewart, Georgia. McGill was on his second tour in Iraq when he was killed. He was always thinking of other people. Sergeant Bruce Carruthers said word of McGill's death had spread among soldiers at the Arkansas National Guard Armory in Rogers. He was a darn good soldier, probably one of the best ammo handlers ever to serve in the 142nd Field Artillery Brigade. He was raised by his aunt, Jamie Gilstrap, who now lives in Gaston, South Carolina. She wanted to set a strong example for his seven-year-old daughter, Kaylee of Gravatt. He wanted to do something with his life that he could be proud of and that his daughter could be proud of. When he was younger, he didn't feel like he had much, but he was really proud of how his career was turning out. McGill's honors include the Bronze Star and the Purple Heart. Army Sergeant Arthur R. McGill, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to reach MaxLawOrlando.com, that is the best method, MaxLawOrlando.com, from your mobile device or computer. Or you can call us at the office at 407-480-2179, and we'll be more than happy to address whatever legal issues you may have. We're talking about five concealable 380 pistols, $200 or less. And I guess this also includes in the $200 range. We've, yeah. we've talked about the Keltec P380, and we know if you're going to buy one of those brand new, you're probably looking at 275 something like that, I think. Yeah, somewhere in that market. Uh, you can could, you could find a good used one for in the low twos. Um, do your function check, check it out, and, and, and have your way with it. Uh, the next one on the list here is called the Cobra 380. The Cobra 380. Now, I've, I've fired one of those before. Okay, let me see your hands. I got all my fingers. You sure it was this gun? I'm sure it was a Cobra 380. Okay. Cobra 380 is the epitome of cheap. Unnecessarily heavy for its size, complex design, archaic controls, and it comes in six gaudy colors. Uh, I never said anything about these pistols being the best pistols. I said cheap and available. <laughs> you, you go to gun shows, and this is where you see the sign that says... Guns under two hundred dollars. That's it. One sixty nine. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. say the brand name. It doesn't say yeah. warranties. It uh-huh. just says guns under two hundred dollars. You know, when they broke into the gun show just recently here in Orlando, they didn't steal any of those. No, they did not. They did. They did not. The uh... they could have got walked out with a crate. Didn't buy. It. Yeah. Didn't buy. It. Like, not worth the wait. You know. It's like, That's right. Like, these are really expensive rocks. You know. Why we not? I'm not carrying these rocks out. Uh, they uh. Uh, it's a robust gun. It balances way out of whack. Heavy, uh, very, very heavy slide. Yeah. Very heavy slide. Mag, mag release is inconveniently placed at the heel of the grip. Old European style. Yes. Um, instead of on the side. Takedown pin is behind the rear sight. You know what? I, I just don't even want to give you any more information on this gun. Uh, it, it says shooting it isn't, isn't bad. It's similar to that of a high point. Sorry, but if you Ooh, consider anything to be similar not a good comparison. to that of the high point, um, he says, meaning that it, it'll work, but it's not. It's definitely not something you pass on to your kids. Besides shooting it, it's interesting to take a part and see how it works. If you rely on this firearm to defend your life, you will be passing it on to your kids. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> or, or to the sheriff's office evidence van. Um, the um, if you, if you have a Cobra three eighty. Or if you have a high point, because these are similar. I did not think anyone would copy the high point, but Cobra evidently did uh, copy the high point. 
Do not take them apart. You will never get them back together again. <laughs> Say again, if you have a high point or if you have a Cobra, do not take them apart. There's there's disassembly for cleaning, which is approved. But and I would I don't think I've ever said these words before when describing a firearm. Don't take the grips off. Okay? Kevin, the plastic grips are, are integral to the placement of certain springs and pins. Springs, pins, plates, and and, and, and washers. If you remove them, you'll either you'll lose an eye. You don't. This stuff will fly take, out at you. Don't take the grips off. Oh well, these are grips are nice. Maybe I'll just take them off and clean them, or I'll swap some grips off from underneath yeah, I'll, it. I'll put nope. on a wood grain pair. Yep. Now you, <laughs> now you got a hundred and thirty dollars worth of uh, spare parts. It if you looks buy like a one. watch fell apart. Yes. Uh, these, this gun, uh, definitely, uh, in the low end of the $200 mark, it did runs about 130 bucks. Again, um, walk past it, you know, there's a reason <laughs> it's $130. I know it's new and it's $130. If $130 is all you can afford to buy a gun, wait, go, yeah, stay home until the next gun show and you can afford another one. Don't leave the house. You know, something you've got to consider if you're looking for a firearm, especially for concealed carry. Think of it this way. You are buying what possibly could be considered life insurance. Yeah. How much are you worth? I don't know about the rest of you. I'm worth a lot. I place a high value on myself. The Taurus 738 TCP. The Taurus 738 TCP. Now, we talked to you before about the Caltech. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, if you listen to the Keltec commercial, it says that imitation is the sincerest it, form of it's flattery. Sincerest form of flattery, and uh, it's pretty clear that uh, Taurus is flattering to Keltec. <laughs> uh, it definitely has some of the same attributes. Uh, the Taurus TCP, I would say, is definitely uh, uh, a decent gun in that price range. It's it's not a it's not a Cobra, and it's not a Hellcat. This is a gun that uh, it's it, it's Taurus. Put it in your hand, you shoot it, it's going to shoot. Yeah, it's, Not, it's a it's a reliable firearm. Yeah. but again, it is for no. most intense purposes is a copy. Yeah, yeah. This is not a gun you want to take to the range and put 500 rounds through every time you take it to the range. There's some oh, differences man. in the way the it, the extractor works and that kind of yeah, thing, but yeah. for the most part, it's the same firearm. Uh, it, you know, and they they. The, the paper here calls it an ugly pistol, and I don't see this one as an ugly pistol. This is a the Cobra before it and the high point were clearly. Yeah. But the TCP, I, it's the Taurus compact pistol, very lightweight, snag-free design. That means there's no protruding sights or buttons on the side to catch in your pockets or in the in the purse. Uh, as fixed sights, but they're rather nubby, uh, which makes the TCP stand out over other pockets. That its slide locks back, or what makes it stand out is that the slide locks back on the last round. That's nice, and that is yep. a, that is a benefit. That yeah, a benefit. yep. That that's a kind of an uncommon feature in dealing with pistols. Actually, this that physical and size. the bodyguard are the only ones that I know of that do that. Okay, and the, the bodyguard being the Smith. Yeah. Uh, Keltec, like the TCP as a or the like the Keltec the TCP has polymer frame, checkered grips. Frame is available in a variety of colors, like pink, black, tan, brown, making it a pretty popular giveaway. Or a promotional gun. Overall length three and a half inches. Excuse me, three point three inches. Uh, that's the height, and the overall length is five and a quarter inches. Weighs just over ten ounces. So you know, sits in the pocket nice. It's a decent looking gun. Uh, it's another yeah. little three eighty. 
you can usually find these. Uh, yeah, I would say that you know the the article here is is saying around two ten. That's probably the 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 used mark, the low end of the used mark. This is another gun that's probably two seventy nine. Yeah, somewhere in there around that area, somewhere around the same pricing as the uh, as the Celtic P three AT. Right, because who knows this this reporter may have just based off of you know there's MSRP and then there's street price. Yep. So. The Accutech AT380. It's the Accutech AT380. Um, from a distance. <laughs> Walter. I was say, distance, yeah, it looks like a slimmed down PPK to me. From a distance, it looks like a Walter PPK. Um, it uh, It's not the best pistol for this. In fact, according to the article, it doesn't even come close to second. But it's cheap, and that's what we're talking about. Uh, frame and slide are stainless, uh, putting its weight at about 24 ounces. Hammer is fired with a single action trigger. Uh, 6.2 inches in length, 4.2 inches, like the Cobra. European style mag release, meaning at the heel of the grip. Um, listen, just. It's a hammer fired firearm, unlike the others in this article. Right, right. Um, you know, just just say no. Just just pass on. If somebody shows you this gun, shows you an AccuTech and says, wow, this is an incredibly awesome gun, um, and, and then they say it's under $200 or they say it's $200, you move along. You know, it's it's the, I've, I'd like to sell you a Corvette, and it's only a grand. <laughs> move, move along. The, the motor's yeah. blown in it. But... Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech series. We'll see you on the other side of the day. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so i can get range and defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly uh, do these guys follow you around all day yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Another great crowd. Another great crowd. Good job there. Getting them all in here. Funnel them all in. I think we had a little bit of rain outside the studio. Oh, yeah. They were anxious Dude. to get inside. Yeah. So we got them all in. Hey, Kevin, did you catch that uh, the Aurora Theater killer was found guilty on all 165 charges? I did. Faces death penalty. Um, how, how do we get... Let me, let me see if I can do the math here. How do we get 165 charges? I know we had uh, 12 dead, 70 wounded. I guess we could be charging every one of them as an attempted murder. Um Attempted aggravated battery, you know, firearm charge. Not just attempted. There's every one of them's got a count of aggravated battery. Right. Everyone's got a, a count of of aggravated assault. Right. Uh, everyone who's got shots got actual aggravated battery. Right. Everyone who got shots got actual aggravated assault. Um, and it's, so probably, it's pretty much everybody in yeah. the theater got he got charged with one of those two on everybody in the theater, whether they got hit or not. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Um, found uh, guilty. You know, it, this didn't seem like it was a hard one. After more than 12 hours of deliberation, the Colorado jury found James Holmes guilty on all counts this past Thursday, sending his trial into a decision on sentencing. What is what is that, Kevin? What's what's going to happen here? Well, in the process, and, and this is this is a bit one-sided for the state, but... Well, Bell, he's guilty now. But, yeah. but, but before he was even tried... Part of the vetting process for when you do voir dire of the jury is you have to find out whether or not they're willing to sentence someone to death before they can make it on the jury. Because if they can't do that and you're seeking the death penalty, they don't qualify to be on the jury. So you've, you've basically found someone in the jury pool who's willing to do that before they make it into the pool. So it can be a little one-sided for the state uh, that, that's prosecuting the state attorney's office. There are basically two trials. There's the first trial, 
both with the same jury, for the guilt or innocence phase. He's been found guilty of the 165 charges. That's probably not where the defense spent a lot of their time. The likelihood of him being found not guilty on that was very slim. They're going to spend most of their effort and resources in the penalty trial, which is to try to keep him from being put to death. That's the second trial where they'll present evidence on mitigation, his mental health issues, anything and everything that they can come up with that they can present to the jury as to why the jury should not put him to death. And the state will present everything they can come up with that explains why that he should be put to death. So I'm just looking through the numbers here. There's got to be some sort of math error. Tell me, tell me if you're seeing the same thing I am. It says 165 charges. He was found guilty of 24 counts of first-degree murder, 140 counts of attempted first-degree murder, one count of possessing explosives, and a sentence enhancement. Now, that's 100, and without the sentence enhancement, that's 165. But it says 24 counts of first-degree murder, yet 12 people were killed. I just think that's probably just a math mm. error. All right. You know what I bet it is? I bet it's 24 counts of attempted first-degree murder. Well, 12 counts of 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 first-degree murder. Right. Yeah, there's some, kind of, there's some kind of math numbers on here. Maybe it was, yeah, yeah. It's, he, he's convicted of 165 crimes, um, at least of which we This is Sparta! But we know what they would do to him in Sparta. Yeah, they'd pitch, <laughs> they'd pitch him off the cliff. Pitch, pitch him off the cliff. They'd pitch him off the cliff. Uh, they wouldn't sit around thinking about numbers. You know what? They probably would have pitched him off the cliff as a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. All right, so... So he's going down. He's going to the second phase. He's going into the he's going into the penalty. sentencing phase, penalty. the penalty phase. Penalty. All right. The there was some issue with his mental health. Evidently, uh, he, I guess he 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 pled not guilty by reason of being a nut job. M- mental disease or defect. Okay. And uh, evidently that uh, didn't work out for him. Well, they may have determined that although he may suffer from a mental disease or defect. They didn't think that it rose to the point where he wasn't aware of what he was doing was wrong okay. or not. Okay. And that, that's the mitigator. I think from the imagery that we've seen of him during the trial, he has clearly underformed some form of, of court-ordered medication right. to keep him competent to assist in, in his defense. Although from the complete blank stare that we've seen in some of the images I've seen, I don't know if he's helping very much or not. Um it's going to come down to whether or not the jury thinks that punishing him by the death sentence is in the best interest of, of the society that he lives in or whether or not keeping him in prison, which will probably be cheaper, and giving psychiatrists and psychologists an opportunity to study him to try to root out others because, you know, capturing true psychopaths alive is a very rare opportunity. And the opportunity for the professionals to study and be able to perhaps intervene in the life of someone like this so they don't end up committing acts against others. I mean, he could have done the same thing with a lawnmower to somebody. Right. And listen, I don't have any problem with, uh, you know, keeping him alive for a little while so we can study him. I'm sure there's a few, uh, you know, Nazi doctors out there that uh, we could we could get, seek their assistance and... Um, <laughs> Perhaps uh, study they, them. They, they've and, all died of old age by now. They, oh, they have? All right. Well, I don't know if it, they, they were working on that superhuman gene. You know, they were 
know if they found it or not. I thought his name I was don't Gary. know if we want to make him superhuman. No, no, no. We just want to find the gene <laughs> and then uh, and then take it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I don't have any problem examining, but let's do it on a slicer. You know, let's do it kind of that method. I guess we now know where you stand on the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, the, the the death penalty is is it's too good for this guy, and I know we have a cruel and unusual punishment, but I don't think it's cruel or unusual. I guess if you built a really big slicer, it would be unusual, but it wouldn't make the punishment unusual. They, they already have done that. It's called the guillotine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They, they built a slicer. Very good. Uh, it's. I saw the, the letter from a, the, one of the parents said, we do not know. This is the parent of, uh, of Holmes, uh, the shooter. We do not know how many victims of theater shooting would like to see our son killed, but we are aware of people's sentiments. We have read postings on the Internet and have likened them to a mo- that have likened him to a monster. He is not a monster. He is a human being gripped by a severe mental illness. I'm just going to I'm going to interrupt that my statement here and just go on record as saying he's a monster. He's he's a crazy whack job monster. Uh we believe that the death penalty is morally wrong, especially when condemning when the condemned is mental illness. I wonder what her position on the death penalty was the day before the shooting. You'll never find that no. out. Yeah. Survivors' families in association with the Brady campaign uh, brought a lawsuit against online retailers who sold homes the ammunition and gear used in the attack. That suit was dismissed, and the Brady group chastised by the judge in the in the case for the for court excuse me in the case for using the court to publicize its political agenda. Yeah, judges don't like when you do that. And also, they were the Brady campaign and every everyone who was bringing the lawsuit against the online retailers and lost, they were then told they have to pay the online retailers attorneys le- legal fees. Yeah, they didn't have any standing. They, mm-hmm. they they weren't the victims of the shooting. You you don't have the right as as a guy who happened to live in Indiana to file a lawsuit against somebody because you learned that something else happened to someone else. Right. No. You you get shot. I don't get to sue somebody because, well, I knew him, and you shot him, and and now I should sue you because you shot somebody I know. It doesn't work that way. And and here, it's even more remote. They didn't even know these people. They just, no, uh-uh. let me, ad- I need to move forward my political agenda. Yeah, that's exactly what this was. Moving forward with their political agenda, no standing in the court whatsoever there. No. Uh, even if they had been in uh, you know, Aurora, Colorado, and had been friends of the victims. Still no standing. Yeah, still no standing. Still no standing. All right, so so this guy's going to get the old, uh, yeah, the old chop chop, the old uh, pow pow, bing bing. He's going <laughs> to cutty cutty, stabby stabby. They're going to tear him apart, do some interviews, and hmm. hopefully they'll uh, they will uh, they will they will do with him what needs to be done. You know, Gen Pop. I, I understand. Pop. I understand your position, but I must tell you. From from a purely economic point of view, the death penalty is not cost effective. No, it's not. That's why I have no problem putting them in Gen Pop. You know, let it let it take care of itself. But, but, you know, that's. And for all you listeners who don't understand what Gen Pop is, oh, sorry, that's general population. Yeah, just drop them in a regular jail with the rest of everybody else. That would be a prison. Yeah, yeah, a regular prison. Regular prison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was put into general that's population. Gen Pop. I don't yep. think he made it more than six weeks. Mm-mm. Yep. Yep. Um, well, he actually managed himself for a couple of years, six, seven years, but it was after he was in put into Gen Pop. He was in Gen Pop 
for he fought to be put into gen pop, yeah, general he, population. He, yeah, he def, he wanted yeah. to be put in general population. Yep, and that lasted about six weeks. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's an important date, a very important date for the arms room, and very important date for arms room radio, very important date for Max Law Orlando. And I haven't told either of them about this, and I'm sitting across from the table at them, and they're looking at me going, huh? What are those guys what, talking what, about? What's he talking about? Those, I'm going to give you guys a paid vacation day, if you know what it means. And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> give you I get 10 paid? seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the paid vacation days. Here we go and go. Let's see if they know. See if they know. Doesn't look like they know. No, they know. How many answers? No, no answers. Today's exactly six months, gentlemen, before we'll be at SHOT Show 2016. <laughs> six months to the day. I thought he was going to tell us it's his birthday. Six yeah, months to the day. Yeah. Six months to the day to SHOT Show 2016. We, what weird military history. Oh, you mean we had to get the answer right in order to get yeah. the paid day off? get the paid day off. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, we were just yeah. getting a paid day off. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, not happening. Not happening. Yeah, All right. I don't think so either. Thank you for joining us. Another round of Arms Room Radio. Please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Six months. Shot show. See you there. <laughs>